Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter wonderful pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch, and the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, wonderful pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker, the protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Ah, here we go. Our number two on a Friday live in Los Angeles. It's the herd wherever you may be and however you may be listening. iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, FS1. Went out last night, watched Lakers Mavs on the TV as I was out with friends last night, getting things organized in my life. You, J-Mac, was at Lakers Mavs. Was it double overtime? Double overtime. Because early, the first quarter I watched at dinner, it was a blowout. It looked like the Lakers were going to get How did the Lakers pull back? I didn't uh, watch the Luka Doncic sat out for a few minutes. <laughs> Lakers come back, and then, you know, it was an awesome basketball game. Felt like a high-level NBA playoff game. Um, Lakers just need more bodies. Like, you know, Anthony Davis, Lonnie Walker, Austin Reeves. That's who they're relying on now. No surprise, LeBron took a shot at the front office after the game. It's like his third shot at the front office. He's trying. In two weeks. How many times would you have to take a shot at the front office here to get something done? <laughs> I don't do that. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's do. We had a good year, regular season, pretty good year, 54.5% in our blazing five picks. And uh, the playoff version is harder. Um, usually it's harder. So here we go, blazing five. That's a hot one. Let's blaze it up. Fire it up. It's Collins, blazing five. Seahawks and 49ers. This is my favorite pick. I'll take Seattle plus nine and a half to cover. Uh, Only one of their losses has been by 10 plus points over the last 15 weeks, and that was against the Chiefs. Um, Geno Smith led the NFL 70% completion rate. They can pick up four and five yards at a time. The weather is going to be rainy and windy. Do not expect an aerial circus by either team. Kenneth Walker. Seattle is 6-1 when he gets 15 carries this year. They're going to rely on him in awful weather. And rookie quarterbacks, Brock Purdy, six career start. Rookie quarterbacks have five straight playoff losses. One and eight in their last nine. 
I think he plays a little tight. The weather is awful. Low scoring. I think the Niners win 24-16. This is a rivalry game. Pete Carroll against a rookie quarterback. I think it's choppy, ugly, low scoring 24-16 Niners. Chargers and Jaguars. I changed my pick uh, within the last hour. I will now take the Jaguars plus two and a half. Mike Williams is out. It is a real deal. So Justin Herbert has 10 picks on the year, and without Mike Williams, he can sometimes force it to other people. It worries me. The Jaguars, since week 14 offensively, they're rolling. They have got an identity which the Chargers don't have. They've also scored 111 points off turnovers, second most in the league, and the Chargers can occasionally turn the ball over. No Mike Williams, overly reliant on Keenan Allen, The Jags will know it. Bracket him. I'm going to take the Jags to beat the Chargers. I'll take the points. 27 to 26. Dolphins and Bills. I hate big favorites, but I'm going to roll with the Bills minus 13 and a half. I think they clobber Miami. Bills, seven-game winning streak. They've won eight of nine against Miami, and Miami beat them once this year, so they respect the Dolphins. Josh Allen in the playoffs has been sensational. Best in postseason history in total yards per game. So far, he's really delivered when it matters. Seven seeds, that's the Dolphins, are 0-4 since the NFL adopted this additional playoff team. Listen, first team in NFL history to make the playoffs going 0-4 or worse in December. They're beat up. Multiple starters are nicked or out. I think the Bills win and cover. They clobber them. 33-13 Buffalo. Ravens at Bengals. Rematch of week 18. I have to take the Ravens plus nine and a half. They play defense. They've got a good coach. Harbaugh's always been great in the postseason. And the last nine times the Bengals and Ravens have played, the Ravens have won six of them. Harbaugh's 11-8 in the playoffs. They run the ball. They play great defense. They're good situationally. Their defense, since trading for Roquan Smith, top three in the league and all the stuff that matters. The Bengals, left tackles out, Alex Kappa's out, the O-line's banged up, and because of that, they have not run the football as well late in the year. They could become reliant, very reliant, with a big pass rush on throwing the ball downfield. I trust that Joe Burrow wins the game, 23-17 Bengals but I am going to take the points. I don't like the fact they played last weekend. I just don't think that's good for the playoffs. Cowboys and Buccaneers. Okay, the wise guys, they call them the Sharps. They love Tampa. I don't. I like the Cowboys. Minus two and a half. I think they win. They're coming off a 20-point loss. Capable, talented teams off humiliating losses generally focus in and play well the following week. Only one team, the Eagles, had more pro bowlers than Dallas. This is a good football team. At times, really good. Dak will play better. He had a stinker. Aaron Rodgers has had bad games. Brady's had stinkers. The Bucks can't run the ball. Average 18 points a game. I'm hearing all these things about, oh, Todd Bowles will give you different looks. Mike McCarthy's been in this league 25 years. They're not going to be running run that round the ring around the rosy stuff the Chiefs did. I think Dallas has better players, better momentum, better team coming off an ugly loss. They'll be completely, utterly focused. Cowboys win 24-20 on the road, and you'll feel like when you watch the game, they controlled most of the game. 
That said, the wise guys love Tampa. And the wise guys are a lot smarter than me on this betting stuff. All right, Moose Johnson, three rings, Fox Sports. Seven times in his 11 years he made the playoffs. He is now with us at Fox. You know, I want to ask you, um, so you got Brock Purdy in his first playoff game. Go back to your, now you weren't a quarterback, but go back to your first <laughs> playoff game. Were you a little ner- Brock Purdy, that's a lot. You're a big favorite. You're at home. Everybody's talking Super Bowl. That is a lot for, for Mr. Irrelevant. Go back to your first playoff game. Do you remember it? Were you a little tight, Moose? No, not at all. Uh, in Chicago. Um, excited. Not tight. Uh, confident in our prep that week. Um, the one that I always remember is our first Super Bowl. And we were there against the Buffalo Bills, and it was their third consecutive at the time. And we were on the sideline with all the pregame ceremonies, and then the flyby goes over the top of the stadium. Our sideline erupted. I mean, we, we were so excited. There was so much energy, and we looked across the field, and it was ho-hum. You know, we've been here. Yeah. Uh, no big deal. So I, I think that emotion that we brought in as the inexperienced team was actually a plus for us. And so every time people talk about playoff experience, I said, you always have to look at it from that other perspective, too. That first time there, you are so excited, and you've been so focused during your prep during the course of the week that sometimes I think that that's a positive. You know, that Dallas team you all were on, uh, the cap situation was different. You had pro bowlers everywhere. You're a pro bowler, fullbacks. You know, this Niners team's got a pro bowl fullback. Like your Dallas team, there's a pro bowler in literally every unit. Even the old line, which can struggle, Trent Williams. So when yeah. you have, when you watch San Francisco this year, I, I kept saying, I don't know if they're the best team. That's the best roster because they're not reliant, Moose. I don't think they're reliant like your Cowboys. I mean, Troy Aikman had to play pretty well, but they're not reliant on anything or anybody. When you watched all these NFC teams this year, did you feel like they were a cut above in just in terms of talent? I thought Philadelphia was that team. Uh, we had them through the Giants game. You know, we had them that, that Giants game, kind of that last real dominating performance before the injuries hit them. And I felt that way about Philadelphia. Philadelphia, if you're going to go up against Philadelphia in the playoffs, you're going to have to play a, a, a near perfect game and, and maybe have to have a little bit of help from Philadelphia. I think that team now is San Francisco. I, I think we've shifted that uh, in the NFC from Philadelphia to San Francisco. And, and the number one reason they're very similar in how they're built, uh, especially on the defensive side of the ball, the, the ability to get pressure, uh, get around the quarterback, cause turnovers. You know, the big thing for San Francisco is if they're even or plus in the turnover ratio, they're undefeated this year. They yeah. only lose when they make the mistakes. So I, I just think that this is a team that, that's got a chip on their shoulder. We had them in week one, and everybody was talking about a Super Bowl caliber roster in the opener. And they start out three and four, and they've got all that adversity, and they go through all those challenges. And then they right the ship and roll off 10 consecutive. So this is a team that's playing as well as they have at any point during the season. They're extremely confident. They're extremely healthy. And going back to that opener, a few of the question marks that that Kyle Shanahan had going into the start of the season were answered in a positive way. The the guard center guard area in that offensive line is probably his biggest concern. And that has really grown during the course of the season. And that that starting five is playing extremely well. Okay, I want to go to Dallas-Tampa. Your thoughts, I'm sure you live in Dallas and you hear it. What is your take? I've never thought Dak is careless with the ball. 
I don't think he's a great arm talent. He's not Josh Allen, but I don't. I never thought of him. He's smart. I don't think he's a sloppy. This has been a weird year. He's up there with Davis Mills and picks. What is your explanation yeah. why that's happened? We had them in Chicago, and we actually talked to him about this because at that time he had had a couple of games where he had some some careless interceptions into the middle of the field, and it was more about the chemistry and the relationship with the receiver, seeing the same thing in coverages between the hashes. And he had another one, just like the ones we'd seen previously uh, when he tried to fit a ball into C.D. Lamb. And, and for me, it, it wasn't so much that I'm going to put that ball into an area and I want you to go get it. I just don't think that they were in sync in what they were seeing because it, it was crowded in the area that, that he was trying to fit that ball into that window. And, and CD did not go in and get it. He, he kind of left it out there and, and it just drifted into, uh, into the, the secondary for the Bears to intercept. So that was one of the ones that I remember the most. And, and you started to see that same type of interception during the course of the year. So I don't know if it's a confidence and a chemistry thing. Um, I, I don't know if it's not seeing the middle of the field cleanly yet. Uh, but the ones in Washington were, were a little bit different than the ones he had during the course of the season early on. Um, so I, I, I'm not sure. And as you pointed out, you know, he's tied with Davis Mills, but he's the, the first quarterback to be tied for this stat, uh, missing as many games as he did during the course of the season. He missed five games and he's still tied for the lead in interceptions, yeah. which is very uncharacteristic in his style of play. You know, Aaron Rodgers didn't make the playoffs. Mike McCarthy did, but Mike took all the heat in the breakup and that often happens. Um, what does Mike McCarthy do? Because obviously, Moose, he wins a lot of games and he gets teams to the playoffs. So we can all, maybe he's not articulate at the mic or he's, you know, he's kind of uncomfortable or whatever. What does he do as a former Pro Bowl player that you watch and you like? You're a fan of, because not every coach does everything well. Belichick's struggling with offense. But is there something Mike does that you appreciate? His prep during the week. Uh, the culture that he builds when he gets to a franchise. I mean, th these are things that from a player's perspective are critical. And, and I think we've seen the success with Brian Dable, with the Giants, Kevin O'Connell with the Vikings. Um, they were able to build that culture and have success quickly. Um, Matt Eberflus is doing the same thing in Chicago. He's just, he's a little bit behind uh, with a talent around some of the key players. And I'm excited to see what happens there because I think he's built a really good culture. That's the most important thing because that helps you weather the adversity when it shows up during the course of the season and it's going to show up during the course of the season. So the biggest thing for me is, is how he builds that foundation for that team to function with the preparation during the course of the week, obviously his knowledge about the game of football. Uh, I think the one area where, you know, Mike himself will say, I've, I'm, I'm continuing to work on this and I've got to get better. Just like Andy Reid, you know, in game decisions, you know, time management, clock management challenges, there's certain things that happen during the course of the game that I think Mike could be a little bit better in. Uh, and that's something that Andy Reid has been working on for the majority of his career. But it's it's not an easy thing. Uh, but other than that, you know, the, the, the surprising thing to me is when you had a guy like Mike McCarthy and a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, that they were only able to win one Super Bowl together in Green Bay. So Giants, Vikings, they played a lot of these playoff teams have played earlier. And. You know, my, my initial feeling was, man, this is a really good matchup for the Giants. The, I've, I've watched a lot of Viking games this year, and they can just – they get into bad spots with their run defense where they just don't defend it. They don't have the whatever it is personnel, and they, they, they start getting into a situation where they give up chunk yards and chunk yards and chunk yards. Dallas did it against them. Green Bay, 
And I, I could see the Giants doing that. Um, but New York does have some limitations offensively. Um, in your history in the NFL, the Giants, it's certainly possible they're a better story than they are currently a team. Because it's a fun story. Dables saved the franchise, right? What do you make of the Giants as a playoff team, Moose? Uh, they should just be thrilled to be there because, you know, we had them several times early in the season. And, and if you were to ask me week five, week six, are the Giants playoff caliber? I would have told you no. Um, they were definitely trending in the right direction. But to get to the NFC playoffs, I just did not see that with this team. Uh, the improvement with Daniel Jones this year, not turning the football over, has been huge. Um, that, that's been a, a, a huge plus for him. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, his emergence at the end of the season, kind of waiting for that. And, and maybe that's with Martindale kind of just getting all those pieces together. Uh, but the Giants playing their best football, you know, down the stretch. And, and that's what you want to do. Uh, but but I had no indication that this was a, a playoff caliber team and we had them early in the year. Uh, so I'm really happy for what Brian Dable has been able to accomplish. As you say, he's resurrected one of the, the better franchises in the NFL, which is good for everybody. When the Giants are playing well, it's good for everybody. So I'm excited about that. Uh, I, I'm excited to see what what this team does because I'm sure they feel they let that game in Minnesota slip through their, Minnesota slip through their fingers first time around. Uh, and there's going to be good motivation there, not based on, hey, we lost. Let's let's get some revenge as, as opposed to looking at it from what did we do wrong? How come we couldn't finish that game? And that's the one thing with Minnesota that that is just <laughs> mind boggling to me as a first year team, you know, with Kevin O'Connell as your, your, your new head coach. How do you find a way? to win all these one score games week <laughs> after week after week. I mean, it's, it's absolutely amazing. So I think we're going to see another one of those games. Uh, and it wouldn't surprise me to see Brian Dable maybe pull it out this time. Finally, Mike Williams won't play, got dinged up in a meaningless game at the end. There's, there's great reservation by many that he played. Belichick plays his guys. Other coaches don't. I felt the Chargers were so dinged up earlier, and three players, Derwin James, Mike Williams, and Bosa, tend to be guys that play really hard. There's something in their body. Mike's got a back issue. There are certain players that I would rest in spots. They just Some guys are just, just tend to be a tad more injury prone. This could be a game changer for the Chargers. What is your theory on that last regular season week, playing guys and not playing them? What do you, what's your belief system here? I think it should be different for every for every matchup. Um, you know, we were fortunate in Dallas. You know, we always had something to play for that that last game of the regular season. You know, where there was usually something on the line, whether whether it was uh, you know a home field advantage, uh, whether it was uh, you know a better seating. You know, there, there was just something there. Very rarely did we have the opportunity that that we didn't need our starters out there. Now we did sit Troy and Michael and Emmett on on a number of occasions, um, and, and that was fine. But Jimmy was really big. It kind of keeping the offensive line, myself, the tight ends out there, you know, during the course of that game. And, and it was something that I thought Brian Dable was going to do. I really thought going into Philly, you know, getting to the playoffs and, and, and really having that be kind of, you know, an extra, an extra accomplishment in year one. I was surprised that, that they didn't play more of their guys at that point. But you have the reservation. You're always going to be able to find that Mike Williams story that's going to scare every coach and be afraid to have that happen again. So um, for me. I don't want to lose any momentum. I don't want to go into the playoffs on a loss. And, and it's really hard. I think you have to look at it. I think you make a great point. If you've got players on your roster that seem to be more 
more injury. I don't want to say injury prone, but, but they, it's, it's harder for them to stay healthy year round. Then I definitely would take a long, hard look at making sure those guys maybe don't play when they don't have to. Yeah. Mike's had some back issues. He's a remarkable player. I mean, a, just a tremendously difficult matchup. Moose, it's great seeing you as always. Love your work. Appreciate you taking time for us. You're a busy guy. And thanks again. Always. I uh, always enjoy talking with you, Colin. All right. Daryl Moose Johnson. Yeah, I go back and forth. I, I always my favorite is always prepare to play, play your starters for a series or two. It's like week three in the preseason, then get them out. I I, li- I don't like changing up my practice schedule and my focus. I just don't want guys out there. And with the Chargers, Mike Williams, Derwin James, and Bosa are guys that play with such uh, velocity. I mean, Derwin gets banged up. His collisions. Remember that penalty he got earlier this year. Derwin James is a wrecking ball. So he's bang and Bosa is the same way. Those wasn't guys he, wasn't he ejected in the Colts game? Yeah, and he also like I swear I don't know this to be true, but Bosa and Derwin James appear to have no body fat. Like, they are <laughs> violin tight, right? Like so is that is that part of it? Um, they're they're finely tuned sports engines uh, break down a little easier. I don't know what it is, but Derwin is a collision waiting to happen, and he is an unbelievable talent. But he's been dinged up a lot. Jamal Adams, great player, dinged up a lot. That's a guy I'm not playing in the final yeah. week. Oh, some guys just, I told, John Lynch once told me, one of the hardest hitters ever at safety in the NFL, Niners GM, I once said, we we're talking about concussions. I said, how many did you have? He goes, none. Like John Lynch, he was leading with his helmet half his career. So some guys just, whatever it is, they just get, they got a bad shoulder in high school, it's reoccurring, whatever it is. One more herd? The Herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search Herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, 
in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. So J-Mac just told me he's available to watch the Jags tomorrow, which is, I, you know, I, you can be flaky. And then he, here's the other thing J-Mac did. Oh, he goes, have you watched... He goes, do you have any time this weekend? And I'm like, you know, not really. I'm watching games. He goes, if you do, watch White Lotus on HBO. I said, is it great? He's like, not really. I'm like, well, what do you mean? He goes, I got a lot of questions. So you're, hey, I want you to watch this show. It's not that good. Well, I need to bounce it off you why I don't think it's very good. My wife did like it. I think there's some just some stuff I didn't really appreciate in there, but I'm sure other people, the audience, you know, when you mention a show or a movie on here, people just hit you up on social media like it's like notable. So you're basically using me yes. as your a barometer on if I'm like you just yeah. you don't not really happy for my happiness. Can you watch the show? Come back to me and tell me what you think yeah. so you can solve my personal well, dilemma. I'll take a big dump on the show once you watch it. And, uh, it's only hey, like six episodes. Colin, check out this restaurant. Service no, is no, awful. No, food's no, mediocre. No, no. Get back to me on what you think it is. No, no, no. All so, right, J-Mac oh, with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline okay, News. Uh, the Chargers have officially ruled wow. Mike Williams out for the wild card game against the Jags. Fracture in his back. Oh. Suffered in week 18. There's a hit right there. Who is that? Simmons? The uh, now, Yeah, I think he's the, a Pro Bowl Telesco, safety. Telesco, they have drafted good young receivers, so it's not like... Josh you know, Palmer will step in. He's yeah, good. Yeah, no, no, no. They've got they've got Eckler, and they got a tight end I like, and they got... Everett. Yeah, Everett's good, and they got uh, Keenan Allen's a great third-down receiver. So they got... It's not like they're, like, totally dependent on him, but, boy, they're a better... What they are with Mike Williams, they become a big matchup problem because he is just so big, so contested. Contested catches, he's just impossible to defend. And remember, these Jag safeties are tough. If you remember that Chiefs game, they tr- I think they knocked out at least one Chiefs wide receiver. They're lower in the boot. I think it's Cisco and another guy. Um, it's Jag safety tandem, not good, but they hit hard. So I don't think you could put Mike Williams out there. He's now going to be ruled out. For most of the remainder of the postseason, if they make the Super Bowl, which is a long shot. Yeah. Damn. Situationally, I don't trust Staley. Yeah. Can you get Sean Payton to watch a game with us uh, Saturday night? He may be there. Oh, okay. he goes to the, he goes I'm to that definitely place. there. No, he goes to that place. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next up, the Giants lost to the Vikings on a last-second field goal in Week 16. I think it was a 61-yarder. Uh, they get their chance in the rematch during Wild Card Weekend. Defensive coordinator Wink Martindale. Said they're not going to let the regular season loss to Minnesota affect them in this game. I just think, you know, we, we, we're we in the playoffs. We built a playoff defense. And, and you know, it's different ways to do it. And, you know, we went obviously a different route this year than, than what I'm, I'm used to in the past. But it, it's been a lot of fun, and, and I'm excited. We got beat by a buzzer beater at half court. So, so it's what it was. And, and, and you know, the, the biggest thing in this league is, is, you never let one game beat you twice. So you stay consistent. 
Well, they got the coach of the year and the coordinator of the year, arguably. Coaching, I mean, I wish we could rewind to August and talk about this Giants team. You remember we told everybody, Brian Dable, Wink Martindale. No, you told Great them. pickups. I had them as fourth. You talked me into putting them into third. That's right. You know, I got the NFC right. I got the NFC East right. I, I picked Philly, Dallas, Giants, Washington. So I got that one right. I also, I also got the AFC East right. I went Buffalo, Miami, New England Jets. So the Eastern Conference NFL yeah. teams, I went eight for eight. Yeah, well, not bad. Okay, don't injure yourself patting yourself on the back there. Jeez, we don't need you throwing out your shoulder for a big tennis match. Final story: Patriots did not have. Oh, this is good. The Patriots didn't have an official offensive coordinator in 2022. That is going to be changing. They announced they're interviewing candidates for the open position next week. New England also said they're working on a contract extension for inside linebackers coach Gerard Mayo. He's good. To keep him with the team long term. Yeah, they now, like him. Where do they turn here? Bill O'Brien, Cliff Kingsbury? I think Kingsbury's a great fit. I like Kingsbury a lot. He could add some youth. He got he, so much money uh, for, for you know with the contract that he's got. Does he want to go and work in New hey, England? Does I, he does he fit regionally with Belichick and I don't you know what does that mean? I all I know is this is that He'll be respectful of Bill. Um, he's an easy guy in the room. You know, he re- initially signed with USC to be a coordinator or something. Remember That's that? Right. And he's a very easy guy to get along with. Everybody likes Cliff. He's easy to get along with. Um, I don't know. I, there's a lot of people out there that are very good twos. Kingsbury may end up being an unbelievable yeah. coordinator. Well, I say regionally because I think he's worked most of his career west of the Mississippi. Yeah. I think he was at Texas Tech. but well, so uh, did I, but I love the East. He'll walk out there and... You, you saw his house spread in Arizona, remember, the draft? Oh, he'll be fine. Well, you can't get that in, in Massachusetts anywhere. Well, you're not going to get a lot of sun out there. I think I don't <laughs> think his housing dilemma is going to hurt his coaching. I think Kick- I'm a West Coast guy, guy, and I loved the Northeast. Loved it. Which two months of the year do you love the most? <laughs> Boy, you are on one today. What? I mean, I'm, I'm You're on a an little East bit. Coast of, guy. You don't like these. I coasts? grew up in the. Well, once you come out here and get a taste of the well, California no, our weather, weather, our weather is unbelievable. Better, our weather is better 350 days a year. That's yeah. not, no. Two weeks of rain and everybody's complaining. But the ground like shakes out here once in a while. Freaks I people haven't out. felt it in a while. Knock on wood. Uh, mm. Yeah, I, come on, Bill Belichick and Kingsbury. That's that's quite a tandem. Mac Jones, can he fix him? Does he look broken this year? I don't year? think he's broken. Can, can I just he say this? for Bailey Zappi. Okay, time out. Okay, it's a great point. Well, remember your campaign button, right. happy with Zappi? Okay. Where's that guy? Okay, I'm glad you... Is that your last story? Because I got an interesting second. Yeah, that's the last one. Okay, so J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Live So I'm news. glad you brought that up. That's a really good point. What about the Bailey Zappi thing? So I read this story yesterday. The opening line to the story is, Belichick found out, which is why it stopped. (laughs) According to a story I have in my hands now, late October, um, Mac Jones was so frustrated, he was going to people asking them outside of the building, can you fix our offense? Do you have new ideas? Belichick found out about it, was pissed, and... (laughs) Went with Bailey Zappi. Now, here's the interesting part. He was telling, Mac Jones was telling people, according to the story, Chris Sims said this. He wasn't happy. He was calling people, hey, can you help us with ideas? So Belichick finds out. Multiple reports indicate that Mac Jones 
has full support among Patriot players. Many are upset with Belichick's handling of the Bailey Zappi situation. So this goes back to something I talked about yesterday. Belichick treats every player like a linebacker. And quarterbacks, a young quarterback, has to be treated differently. So think about this. Mac Jones had Sark in 2020, a former college quarterback. Mac Jones, unbelievable. Following year, he goes to the pros. He has Josh McDaniels, a high school quarterback and a former college offensive player. Mac Jones, Pro Bowl. Belichick, who treats everybody like a linebacker, gives the sloppy, unmade bed of a coordinator, Matt Patricia, <laughs> Mac Jones. Mac's kind of a feisty detail guy. He wants the details. Patricia, no sensibility to offense. Stafford couldn't stand him in Detroit, and he regresses. There you go. So let, let's examine why this hasn't worked. He was great with Sark. He was great with McDaniels. I mean, you go back and look at Mac Jones' rookie year. Numbers are kind of, you forget how good they were. And this year, players see the truth. Players know what's going on here. Mac Jones ain't Josh Allen, but he's not the problem. By the way, Tom Brady at the end, get me out of here. Mac Jones earlier this year, get me out of here. This is a Belichick issue. We've talked about this before, is that when people, when coaches become great, the danger is smart people can do dumb things. Matt Patricia, offensive coordinator. Why? Because they don't pivot. Greg Popovich has not pivoted to the three-point shot. Now he's finally getting it. But again, stubborn. This is not basketball the way I see it. Spurs have been irrelevant for five years. Mike Krzyzewski was initially very stubborn with one and done. Then those players started beating Krzyzewski, and he pivoted to, all right, I'd rather have him than get beat by him. Bobby Knight, stubborn, arrogant, rigid, never did, became a joke at the end of his career. So Belichick, again, it's a different era. These kids come out of college. They've been pampered a little bit. You can't treat them like linebackers. You got to have a partnership. And Brady at the end did not feel like it was a partnership. Remember Tom versus time? He wants to feel respected. He wants some input. See, he's the GOAT. He didn't get any input. Michael Jordan didn't get any input with Phil Jackson. Of course he did. So uh, this, this, I'm glad you had that as a last story, but the story now is the players support Mac Jones. I didn't like that Bailey Zappy stuff. How about that? So let me get this straight. Belichick hammers Brady in the film room for a decade. Brady gets sick of it, right? Yeah. Now Belichick yells at Mac Jones and benches him for seeking offensive help. This sounds a lot like football's passing somebody by. And I like Belichick. Obviously, he's won we a all ton. Do. No, it's one of the great coaches in the history of the sport. But what is he, 70, 71-ish? Something to consider. Sometimes the person that provides the answers eventually you're going to have more questions. Belichick provided a lot of answers yeah. when the NFL was a defensive first league. Yeah. It's an offensive league. Now there's a lot of questions we have about Belichick. Well, you know what Nick Saban did when he college football started pivoting? He's like, well, I can't handle all this. I, let me bring on 25 new guys to the staff. No, he tells Saban tells a story. New yeah. York Times. Look it up. Lane Kiffin. 
He's like, Lane Kiffin's doing stuff at practice. We couldn't stop, and I had the best defense in college football. I couldn't stop it. Yeah. And now Alabama is not known as linebacker U. It's known as wide receiver U. Saban's brilliant. Saban very quickly pivoted to offense, knowing that I'm the best defensive coach, and I can't stop these You've got to have the humility to realize, hey, I, do you think Belichick has that humbleness? You ever, do you see it at the podium? Same. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week... While we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of it like that, see that ladies and gentlemen please welcome sam cassell to point game i remember you came out from crying tears <laughs> crying tears. i mean he was in a culture shock and then he's, he's going to withdraw us about winning remember what i told you i said i said oh you think i can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't it <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Or download the app today. Don't miss your chance to win 
$50,000 playing Fox Bet Super 6 on Sunday. Super 6 players have won over $1 million this season and over $8 million to date. So download the app and enter your picks in the Giants-Vikings wildcard contest for a chance to win. Colin, this is the one game I have yet to bet I didn't. I, I, weekend. It was my favorite pick, and I got... I just I didn't do it because everybody likes the Giants, so I'm turned off. Yeah. But I, I can absolutely see a path to the Giants controlling the line of scrimmage, running the ball, and winning. But I can't do it because I think Minnesota's got more good players. Did you also see the stat that Kirk Cousins leads the NFL this season in fourth-quarter comebacks and game-winning drives? He's just delivering in the clutch with Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook. I know. They got Big better game play. coming got- from Hawkinson. If you're looking to prop market, Hawkinson's going to eat. Yeah. It's an exciting game. Great matchups. So I'm reading this morning, uh, the ringer is talking about Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. So my, I have two thoughts on that. What do the Jets provide that Green Bay doesn't? Green Bay is more stable. It's a winning franchise. Um, they both have good young receivers. Green Bay has got a much better offensive line consistently over the last decade. Green Bay has a more experienced head coach. Green Bay's got an offensive coach. He likes hiding a little bit in, in Wisconsin. Um, what does what do the Jets have? And the NFC is easier than the AFC. What do the Jets have? What do they provide that Aaron Rodgers doesn't have? Well, he could be a big star in New York. Yeah, Aaron's a big star now. By the way, you want to know who has the most commercials? Mahomes. Kansas City, Josh Allen, Buffalo, Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay, Brady, Tampa. You don't need New York anymore to get endorsements. That's like the 70s and 80s. It's why New York swings and misses on so many free agents. L.A. doesn't because L.A., it's expensive, it's big, but you get better weather and more space. In New York, it's crowded. You know, um, I, I love it, but New York's not a destination now, baseball's got no salary cap, so they can outspend everybody. Steve Cohen can outspend everybody. But when you have a hard cap in the NFL or NBA is a little harder cap, Durant and Kyrie Irving in the last 10 years, that's your big get. Kooky Kyrie and Kevin Durant followed him out there. So California's got dozens and dozens. I mean, LeBron had choices. Paul George had choices. Matt Stafford had choices. Um, I don't know. I, you, what do the Jets provide? A great defense. Certainly a legitimate argument. But a rookie head coach, a brand new coordinator, no recent momentum or track record of winning, Josh Allen twice a year, Belichick. I don't know. I, I don't see it. Maybe the ringer's on to something. But I, it, it's just different. It's nothing. You don't. I can like New York, but it doesn't provide anything outside of a good defense. It's not like the Packers defense at the end of the year was terrible. It's not. It's actually a talented defense. It underachieved, but it's pretty talented. Got one of the best corners in Jair Alexander, Kenny Clark. Got some interior defensive linemen. Uh, Rashawn Gary's coming back. It's like you got players. They don't have a. T- they got two decent safeties. You don't have a lot of issues. They could use another edge rusher on defense. That's about it. Do you think the Ringer forgot that the Jets already took Green Bay's end of his career uh, quarterback Brett- once with Brett Favre? How'd that work out? They started nine and three, cratered and missed the playoffs. No. Thank By the way, Aaron's had friction with offensive coaches. We've never seen Aaron with a defensive coach. By the way, Russell Wilson, 
Issues with a defensive coach. Mac Jones, issues with a defensive coach. Kirk Cousins, Mike Zimmer, issues with a defensive coach. Defensive coaches, a lot of times, don't have the same sensibility. Aaron has struggled with offensive coaches at times. I don't know. Now, Brian Gutekunst, uh, the GM, talked this morning. Um, two bites. Here's one. He talked about the conversations he's had with Aaron this week about his future. He's certainly going to take some time. You know, I think that's, you know, that's fair. Um, and as we work through this, I think um, uh, as he takes his time, kind of makes his decision just on his playing career in general, then we'll get together and, and move forward that way. We made a really big commitment to him, you know, last offseason, you know, so I think uh, as we did that, it wasn't certainly for just this year. Yeah, I think Green Bay is well run. They have given Aaron good backs, good receivers, offensive coaches, very good offensive lines, capable, not great defenses. They've given him stability. Uh, they let him hang out and do his thing in the offseason. It's a pretty good gig. Pretty good gig. I hear all these teams that are up for Aaron Rodgers. I think Tennessee works. The issue, of course, it's the AFC, but so are the Jets. AFC is stacked. NFC, very winnable. So Gutekunds was also asked if, um, if, if they were ready to move on from Aaron. Could you look him in the eye and say we're ready to move on from him? If we were, sure, absolutely. I mean, you're going to be honest with them. That's, you know what I mean? I think he deserves that. You know, if we get to that point, I just, we're not at that point. All right, so just Green Bay's a pretty good spot. So uh, this is interesting. Kevin Demoff says the Rams have a plan in place and are prepared for Sean McVay's departure. We view it however Sean sees it, said Demoff. There's no deadline or answers we're seeking aside from making sure we want the best for Sean McVay. A lot of people, I've thought about this, I know a lot of people, that have majored in college in law, gotten a law degree, and then they become a lawyer for two or three years and they get burned out. They just don't enjoy it. They like the romance of it. They like going to school to become a lawyer, and then they become a lawyer and realize it's no fun. It's a lot of paperwork. You're very rarely in court. It ain't L.A. Law with Arnie Becker. That's not what it is. It's just not that much fun. And so my takeaway is, McVay's family's in coaching. He's in coaching. He prepared for coaching. He coached. Is he burnt out? I don't know. It's it's. I haven't heard a lot of this. Um, he's so good. He's so smart. Um, does he want a little bit more power? I don't have an answer for it. This is a little bit of an enigma for me. I don't really get it. Uh, everybody's different. Uh, Sean Payton, by the way, wanted a year off. And I think Sean, deep down, likes Fox. But there's the itch. There's the itch. My first suspicion on this was McVay thinks Stafford's not healthy. That Does he know something about Matt Stafford that he's just not healthy? Matt had a series of small injuries. Maybe you cobble them all together and he's not ready to play. I don't know. Uh, it's very unique. Sam Farmer, LA Times, wrote a story this week. Talked to people inside the league. Maybe McVay had too much success early. Uh, unrealistic expectations. I don't know. Generally, I've got a belief, an idea, an angle, or a theory on stuff. Uh, it's a surprising story. Just hard for me to see Sean McVay enjoying broadcasting. You're not going to go from what he makes now to sitting on the beach. He's going to get a job, right? I don't know. I think he, he gives so much to the sport. I'd hate to see him leave it. I really would. Smart guy. 
All right, hour three around the corner, live in Los Angeles, I heard. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.